0: Hi, middle church. It's Reverend Natalie here coming to you from uh, Lenape land in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania, where it is snowing. Um, let us know in the chat where you are coming from. Um, we have a special worship today. A lot of our um, worship leaders today are at the intersections offices together. So it should be really cool to watch. I'm uh, looking forward to Jackie's sermon and all of the uh, fierce music that will be coming. So let us get right into worship. But before we do, Let's take a deep, centering breath together.
1: Come, let us worship God. Good morning, Middle Church. Would you join us in a little Jesus I'll Never Forget and done so much for me with our ensemble and our band today?
2: Christmas, I received a beautiful gift I thought was a compact for makeup. When I opened it, I was presented with a mirror on each side. Initially, I was a little baffled, but it stirred thoughts about what do I see? What do others see? Are there two of me? As I think about Black History Month, this two-sided mirror made me reflect on being Black in America through the lens of white racism with a 3D twist when you are biracial. As a child growing up in rural South Jersey, Black kids didn't want to play with me because my mom was white. White kids didn't want me in their all-white school as an adult even though i was part of the civil rights movement many blacks assumed i couldn't know our struggle and often whites treated me either like i was inferior or like i was one of the good black people so i've had hypertonus painfully aware of black and white uncomfortableness with my in-between self. It's not just the skin tone that separated me, it was the white and black connection that created me and how I learned to move in two worlds in order to survive. I still sometimes measure myself through the eyes of white racism, but I am who I am because of time-breaking kindness. Living in America while Black, even light Black, is to be seen, but often not seen for how we are determined, gifted, beautiful, wonderfully made by a loving God. So as we celebrate Black history, Let's try to really see the stories of Black Americans, even those that are biracial like me. Let's look for the powerful ways we shape and enrich our nation's story in the face of white gays. Maybe by looking closely and learning together, we can realign the reflections of living American into one multifaceted mirror of mutual respect and equality of opportunity.
3: morning church family. I am Pastor Darrell, I use he him pronouns. So glad to be with all of you on this snowy, uh, chill February morning, this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, also a Sunday morning that is the, the second Sunday of February, the second Sunday of Black History Month, the Sunday before Valentine's Day. And so I'm glad to be here with all of you as we celebrate and lift up fierce freedom, fierce freedom February and fierce love, which we are rising to every day. If you are worshiping with us for the first time today, welcome, and we are so glad that you are here. So I wanna share with you all just a few opportunities happening in the life of our community that you can join in with us as we are rising to fierce freedom and rising to fierce love. First, you can spend tomorrow rising with us for our Valentine's Day Rejoice and Rise 2022 a Body Love Uprising. It's a program where our very own Reverend Jackie and V, formerly known as Eve Ensler, are hosting a gathering of artists, thinkers, and activists reflecting on how to fiercely love our bodies, each other, and the earth. Now this program is free and it is online from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are looking for a little love in your life on Valentine's Day, then you are invited and welcome to join us tomorrow this event. Second, with attacks abounding all over our nation on education, it is important that we stand against the hellishness of politicians and school boards that are banning books from their curriculum. Right now, 36 states have started to remove from their curricula materials that deal with race and white supremacy, materials that they say will make students, white students in particular, uncomfortable, challenged. And so here at Middle Church, we have put together a list of books that are being suppressed across the nation, and we are inviting you to go to our website, middlechurch.org slash band, and get these books so you can share them with your families, with your friends, and maybe even just with yourself. Again, middlechurch.org forward slash band to see which books are listed, and to add them to your personal library and to your family's education. Also, as we look toward March, every Tuesday in March at 7 p.m. on Zoom, join Reverend Amanda and a brilliant lineup of co-facilitators, including Melanie Hope, Gloria Steinman, Silas House, and our very young Jackie Lewis for a program titled hashtag Bell hooks Taught me. Each Tuesday, You will join Reverend Amanda to reflect on what it means to continue the legacy of bell hooks, a legacy of love in the face of imperialist, white supremacist, capitalist patriarchy, imperialist, white supremacist, capitalist patriarchy. So every Tuesday in March, 7 p.m., join Reverend Amanda for this wonderful program. Hashtag bell hooks taught me. And today after worship, before you you sign off and get ready to go on, whatever else you have planned for the day. Also be sure to join Reverend Amanda, Reverend John Jenka, and Reverend Jackie for our program titled Blessed Are the Anti-Racists For They Shall Dismantle the System as they will have a deep, intimate discussion about healing racism with fierce love. So these are the ways in which we are rising in Fierce Freedom February and rising every day. So please mark your calendars and be sure to join us for these programs. And so now church, I wanna invite us to shift ourselves into a spirit and posture of prayer. I wanna invite you to find a comfortable place to settle. I want you to find uh, either a a, a place to put your feet on the ground so you can feel the earth beneath your feet. Um, Close your eyes if you wish, take some deep breaths in and prepare ourselves, our hearts and our minds to lay our anxieties down for just a little bit before God. As we are praying, I know many of us are holding the global geopolitical conflicts happening in our nation with Russia and Ukraine. Many of us are holding questions and anxieties around COVID-19. So in this time, church, let us just put our anxieties down for just a little while. And let us pray. To our God, we want to give you thanks for this wonderful Sunday, this wonderful day that you have made. And because you have made it, God, we will rejoice and be glad and want to thank you, God, for this community, this this movement of, of body and spirit of people coming together from all over the world, committed to creating a more just and loving and fiercely loving world and community around us. For all of the people who make our worship what it is, for all the people who make our community what it is, God, we give you thanks. But we also God come naming that there is also much pain and anxiety and hurt and frustration in the life of our community. I know myself, God, am am struggling with my own frustrations, my own anxieties. And so I know I am not alone in these feelings, but we give you thanks, God, that you are gracious and good enough that even for just a little bit, we can take these burdens, set them down at your feet, and that you are loving enough and gracious enough to take those burdens and exchange them for your yoke, which is easy, easy, and your burden, which is light. So as we continue to move into worship today, God, help us to just get a glimpse of your coming reign. Help us to taste the goodness of a beautiful communion with you, God. Help us, Lord, to see you in ways we haven't seen you before, to feel you in ways we have yet to feel you in our lives. Make yourself known to us in ways that we have yet to know you. And just for a little while lord help us to be free and liberated from all it is that weighs us down on a day to day. and so father we just thank you for all that you give us all that you bless us with in your heavenly name and so church i invite us now to lift up the lord's prayer the same prayer that jesus taught his disciples to pray oh so long ago you can find a version, and inclusive version in your bulletin, but we also invite you to, to say the prayer in whatever words resonate most closely with your spirit. And so we say together, church, ever loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for yours is the reign. for yours is the power and for yours is the glory forever and ever and let the people of god say together amen
4: My Black is adventurous. My Black
1: is analytical.
5: My Black is joyful. My Black is strong. Peace be with you. Jackie Lewis, and if we don't know each other yet, I'm the senior minister here at Middle Church, and my pronouns are she, her, hers, and we're celebrating Black History Month today, y'all, in a really special worship celebration coming to you live from our office at Intersections with our amazing gospel ensemble and with our friend Jeremy on keys and our new friend Ann Klein on the guitar. Come on, let's give them a hand again. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. Will you uh, say a word of prayer with me, please? Holy one, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And as we continue to lean into this special one hour worship celebration, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. God, our rock and our redeemer, amen. Today's scripture lesson is about being blessed, if you couldn't tell from the music. It is a lesson from Luke's Gospel, chapter 6, verses 20 to 24. It's his version of the Beatitudes. And I'm reading the message translation. Listen now for a word from our God. Coming down off the mountain with the disciples, Jesus stood on a plain surrounded by them and was soon joined by a huge congregation from all over Judea and Jerusalem, even from the seaside towns of Tyre and Sidon. They had come both to hear Jesus and to be cured of their diseases. Those disturbed by evil spirits were healed Everyone was trying to touch him. So much energy surging from Jesus. So many people healed. Then he spoke. You're blessed when you've lost it all. God's kingdom is there for the finding. You're blessed when you're ravenously hungry. Then you're ready for the messianic meal. You're blessed when the tears flow freely. Joy comes with the morning. Count yourself blessed every time someone cuts you down or throws you out, every time someone smears or blackens your name to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and that that person is uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Skip like a lamb, if you like. For even though they don't like it, I do. And all heaven applauds. And know that you are in good company. My preachers and witnesses have always been treated like this. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When I was a little girl growing up in the black church, I heard this exchange every Sunday, every day, in fact, at church, at youth group, in the parking lot of the grocery store, and at the barbecue joint. How are you doing? Girl, I am blessed. I am blessed and highly favored. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Yes. (laughs) And now as an adult who preaches most Sundays, I love the end of every worship celebration. I love the opportunity to give a charge, a short reminder of maybe the highest point from the sermon. And I love giving that blessing, the blessing, the benediction, literally in the Latin, good speak or well speak. I love that my little Ophelia likes to go to the television and reach her hands out on the screen to touch Nana and get her blessing, is how she says it. I have to get my blessing. And now she's teaching little Octavius to do the same thing. What does it mean, really, to be blessed? Getting that thing you prayed for, that car, that test passed, that. Winning the lottery ticket, you know y'all pray for that, too. What does it mean, really, to be blessed? Jesus teaches these Beatitudes in both the Gospels. Baruch is the word he would have known from his Hebrew people. Baruch meaning blessed, like Baruch Hata Adonai at the beginning of so many Jewish prayers, meaning joyful, meaning peace-filled, maybe even meaning otherworldly, as in with no cares, and at shalom. In the ancient world, folks would have thought that you were trouble free when you're blessed. No worries. Everything is going to be all right. And Beatitudes. Beatitudes, the Greek word is marakios. Marakios, meaning the same thing, happy, blessed, lifted up, an increase in wellness. In fact, the only people in the ancient world where Jesus lived, in Jesus' time, that it would have seen to be blessed, Morachios. this will shock you, the Roman citizens. Had to be a citizen to be blessed, to be well-doing, to be carefree, not Jesus and his people. The Romans were Moroccans. In that context, when Jesus preaches, blessed are the poor, blessed are the hungry, blessed are those who are persecuted, he is flipping the worldview upside down, as was his custom. So for Jesus's people, and for the black folks I grew up with, how in the world are they singing Talking, dancing, high-fiving about being blessed in the context of worry, in the context of struggle. Worried, but blessed. Struggling, but blessed. Hungry. Living in Jim Crow, but blessed. Underpaid. Walking rather than riding a bus in the back, but blessed. Marching across a bridge for voting rights, getting your head bashed in, sitting at lunchroom counters, being assaulted by ketchup bottles, abused for standing up for their rights. Blessed. Oh, yes. Stressed by living in American racism, but blessed. How? Why? I've been wrestling with, really, working on and digging into what it means to be black in America for almost all of my preaching career. How is it a blessing to be the people upon whose backs this nation is built? What can we learn about blessing from black folks and black folks' religion? What can we learn? about it from our history. I'm gonna do what preachers don't usually do and tell you my conclusion right up front today so I can come back to it. Every human being on the planet, if they wanna know about God, if they wanna know about faith, if they want to know about fierce love, if they wanna know about grit and determination, about making a way out of no way, if they want to know about coming across a way that with tears has been watered and finding yourself standing up and seeing glory, hallelujah, if you want to know how to stand in a pulpit like Martin did when you know you're going to die and say, I'm not fearing anything, I'm not worried about any man, I'm happy tonight because mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord, if you want that kind of faith you best to be studying some black history. Because black folks' religion, honed out of a stone of despair, is exactly the gift that black folks have to give this nation in spite of, maybe, and because of. We know God is able to do more than we can ask or imagine. Let's talk just a little bit about why we call this month a month of Black history. Carter G. Woodson chose February for Negro History Week because of tradition and because of reform. He chose that week in February because two prominent Americans had birthdays, Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. Frederick Douglass the Great Emancipator, President Lincoln the Great Emancipator. He wanted to celebrate that week in history because black people had begun to celebrate Lincoln's birthday as a tradition. And Woodson wanted to amplify the tradition so that it would actually move from celebrating two great men but to celebrating great people, meaning black people who were called Negroes in those days. Because he was aware of pre-existing celebrations, Woodson sought to amplify that celebration. And he joined with a community of educators to create curriculum and focus and materials and tools so black children would learn their history. He railed against the ignorant spellbinders, he called them, who addressed large convivial gatherings and displayed their lack of knowledge about the men and the women who shaped our nation. More importantly, he wanted folks to understand that it wasn't just a couple of great men, but it was women and children and aunties and uncles, cooking and baking and having ordinary lives, raising children, delivering milk, sweeping streets, Picking up garbage, teaching classes, being nurses, being doctors, being scientists. Black, beautiful, incredibly gifted, ordinary, and extraordinary people shaping a nation. And he wanted us to know about it. So imagine just how sick I am to my stomach at the wholesale erosion of education about black folk stories that's happening in our nation today. The burning and banning of books, the scolding of teachers, the way that somehow little white children are too precious and sweet to be exposed to the truth of American history, which is black history, shaped in the context of white supremacy. When Jesus was speaking to his people about what it means to be blessed, he was also speaking to an oppressed people living in the context of white supremacist notions. And what he did is told them this scourge, this oppression, this sense of being downtrodden, put out and left out. All of this is the context in which you actually Will find well being and peace and joy. Why? Because you are God's people. And because God will not leave you. And because God will take what they intend to be your undoing to be your strengthening. Because God will force in your soul a sense of resilience and can do. Because the suffering is the context that etches into you power. When Jesus is speaking to his people, he is speaking to us today. And I'm just going to say, speaking to all of us. Because in the worldview of the Christ, in the reign of God, all of our destinies, all of our thriving and surviving are interconnected in the spirit of ubuntu dr king said it this way i can't be fully who i am until you become fully who you are meant to be we're woven together in a garment of destiny What i'm telling you friends is black folks surviving is your surviving black folks excellence is your excellence black folks discoveries black folks scientific exploration, black folks' joy, black folks' resistance, and yes, black folks' grief. All of that belongs to you as well. Our nation, our globe is impoverished when we don't look at each other's stories and understand the link between them. And we cannot talk about black history without talking about white rage and the ways that it has been a blight, not only for black people, but for all people of color and all religious minorities. We have to talk about what it means to be a blessing, what it means to be a blessing, what it means for all of us to be lifted up, to have joy, to have peace is for us to take responsibility for each other's lives and each other's livelihood. All of the children need to know our story. All of the children need to understand the interconnection between the suffering of brown and black people and the oppression given at the hands of white folks. And all of the parents, the black ones, the white ones, the Asian ones, the indigenous ones, the Latinx ones, all of the parents, all of the teachers, all of the uncles and aunties and TTs, all of us have to understand that our children are watching us. And they are taking inside themselves how we view the world what we say about the world and what we say about the people in the world we're viewing, they will take in the hatred. They will take in the dissing. They will take in the criticism. They will take in the strong sense of they as opponent. And they, are babies, rather than building a world of hope and joy and peace, will enact the hatred and violence and racism that we stick in them. If we are going to take Jesus seriously, if we are going to own that we are blessed, then in the name of the Christ, we must be students of our story, black stories. Black stories honed in the context of a white supremacist nation, not as an act of history or sociology, but as an act of our faith as our godly work to do so that we can be the peacemakers that Jesus describes as blessed. Alice Walker wrote a really beautiful uh, series of Beatitudes uh, in the name of Shug Avery. <laughs> Helped, she said, are those who hate their own racism because they will dismantle systems of oppression. And I want to say blessed. Blessed are those who feel embarrassed at what whiteness has done to America. Blessed are those who understand that their privilege wounds others. Blessed are those who will stand up and reach out and connect across bridges so that they can make a better world. Blessed are those who will expose their white children to black beauty, black joy, black resilience, black art, black science. Blessed are those who understand that they're not blessed while anybody suffers. Blessed are those who will take up the mantle of making God's reign on Earth. Blessed. Just blessed are we who will do that work together. May it be so.
0: Mm, Amen. Morning middle, afternoon middle, evening middle, wherever you are watching from, welcome. I'm Tina Owens and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm here to invite you to join the movement. I am smiling under this mask, so please believe I am grateful to be here. I've been a proud car carrier member of MIDDLE since February 2006, and membership has its privileges, right? And what a privilege it is to be a part of an amazing congregation and community that is a stand for inclusiveness, equality, and fierce love. And I'm even privileged to be a part of the movement in music as you have seen here and as you've seen uh, during our church experience. I've been singing with the Jerise Johnson Gospel Choir even before I became a member. Having the opportunity to sing gospel, art, and soul chorus at social justice events in the park, on the stage, or TV, wonderful opportunities, and I'm so grateful for them. I've had to make a joyful noise in every single one of them, and that joyful noise has definitely rung out to all of you and to all the people outside of it within New York City. Being and contribution and of service definitely fueled me to want to become a member. And even though things might be different, music is still a part of our ministry now. For almost two years, we have been singing in your apartment, showing up in Zoom squares, on the streets, at Calvary, and right now here at intersections. This has been my ministry. What's yours? How can you express the magic of God's blessings? How can you help? Joining is very easy. You can become a member by going to middlechurch.org and clicking the join us button. You can give your time by doing what you feel most called to do. And you can give money by visiting middlechurch.org donate. Texting give to 833-788-0733 or use the QR code on the screen to donate via Venmo, or you can also set up a recurring donation. Your gifts of service and treasure is what makes our movement move. Listen to what you feel most called to do and be sure to engage with us in that way, and also give to this place. It is funded by you. You can share the clips musically of the of, excuse me you can share the clips of you get from worship in your networks because someone might need that boost and that lift and if you sing you can also click on middlechurch.org and click onto to johnson gospel choir listen to some of our music and if you want to become a member even click on there and you'll, you'll be able to you'll be able to check in and join one of our well right now zoom calls and soon to be hopefully god willing we'll be able to do things in person I'm so grateful to be a part of this movement, musically and also physically and spiritually. And I know that what you can give, however you choose to give, will, co- will continue to fuel us. Thank you. You
4: know my soul. You know everything about me there's to know You know my heart You know how to stop and how to make me go You should know I love everything about you, don't you know That I'm thankful for the blessing And the lessons that I've learned with you by my side and i'm thankful for the love that you keep bringing in my life in my life thankful so thankful you know my thoughts before i open up my mouth and try to speak you know my dreams you know all about me you know everything your word fills me with joy don't you know that I'm thankful for the, blessing for the blessings the that I've learned with you by my side and I'm thankful for the joy
6: Amen. Let's pray together now. Holy God, we sense you with us this morning. In the prophetic words of our senior pastor, Jackie Lewis, in the gifts of space, of organization, of musicians, of technology. God, we are also thankful for this call to understand that not in spite of, but because of our faith, we must center Black stories, Black history, and we must believe assiduously in Black futures. God, for all of these things, we give you thanks. May you continue to bless us in the living of these days, in the questions that we ask, in the calls you have placed on our hearts, and in the gifts that we give. Amen.
1: Middle, so amazing to be here today in this space, to be with Jackie and all the folks here today. Would you join us in our closing hymn, Jesus, Be a Fence.
5: thank you, musicians. Thank you, team, tech team, for making this happen today. And thank you, middle family, for being the people who produce worship. That's what you do uh, with the way you support us and the way you love us with your time and your talent and your treasure. What does it mean to be blessed? It means to be lifted up, to be joyful, to be happy, to be carefree. But Jesus cast that differently that even in the context of oppression, God's people are blessed because when they are lifting each other up, being a fence for each other, being salvation for each other, well-making for each other, we cannot as a people be blessed unless all of us are being lifted up. And so in this Black History Month, and always know that our stories are interconnected, that I cannot be the blessed child of God unless you are. And you ain't blessed unless I am. So let us learn our stories. Let us teach our children our stories. Let us work against white supremacy and make a new anti-racist reign of God story together. Let's make a black future together that is healed of what's broken in America. That's our job as Christians. That's our job as people of faith. That's our job as God's people. So go and be blessed, Ophelia. Be blessed. (laughs) Little people, be blessed. Amen.